You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and we are turning dreamers into doers. Now, here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, I have been introducing a lot of different people to you, but I have known this man for about three years, a little over three years, and he knows me a little bit more than most guests on this show because he has watched me go through some crazy shit. <laughs> and <laughs> The real, the real thing I want to tell you about my friend, Bob Conlon is we went through our coach training program together and he became a big brother that I've, I've truly never had. And it was a really tough time for me when my relationship with men was a little bit weird. So I didn't know what to do with myself. And he was just someone to lean on and receive love from in a brand new way that I never had. And it just, it restored me in new ways that I didn't know I actually needed that kind of support. Now, that's the teddy bear version of Bob, but let me tell you about the badass version of Bob as well, because he would, as much as he would wipe my tears, he would kick me in the ass as well. <laughs> and so he would always challenge me when I was hiding out or playing small. And he made some of the biggest differences in that very pivotal time of my life. I was getting my coach training and going through divorce at the same time. So it was a very raw stage of life. And he really pushed me forward and called me higher than it like to be bigger than I've ever been. And so I'm so proud to bring you a dear friend, a loving heart, a relationship coach, a bomb ass guy, Bob Conlon. Thank you for being here. Oh, wow. Abby, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for that introduction. It seriously warms my heart. And God, how has it been over three years since seriously. that moment? Like I look back on that, that time and just how how transformed our lives are, you know, from that moment, remembering just all the intimate tragedy that was essentially happening in your life and where you've come from and, you know, getting to, to watch you transform, explore and increase your impact in the world has just been, it's been a true, a true gift. Well, and I'd like to say same to you because I watched the same transformations with you. And what I really want to acknowledge you for and let the listeners know is the way that you stepped into your, like this divine masculinity, this power where like, I've never seen such powerful love from a man. And it's amazing because you are that in the world for everybody. And 
you went through your own transformations and your own questioning life and relationship and all of it. And here to see you on the other end, happily married, getting excited to start a family, being literally a relationship coach. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your own transformation and what the last three years, you know, specifically last three years, but that you've gone through in your life. Yeah, sure. I think the, probably the number one thing that I was not aware of prior to taking on the self-development, this transformational work was how scared and fearful I was in almost every area of my life, but primarily around the areas of my heart, the areas of relationship. And man, I had done relationships from a total need based place. Right. And essentially looking for just that kind of funny, funny cliche saying, but you know, you complete me kind of thing. Like there was something wrong with me or broken about me that I was looking for someone else to fill the gap or fill the hole in. And coming from that place, there was a constant fear that you're going to leave me or abandon me. So I can never actually be fully present fully vulnerable, providing the level of love that I was capable of as a man, as a human being, because it was too dangerous. The risk mm. way too great. So some of the, the cool things that started to happen was just giving voice to that scared, vulnerable, essentially little boy inside of me that just still needed his mommy, I guess, <laughs> you know, and just getting responsible for it. Right. And taking on some healing work and taking on some you know, additional work that would actually support me in a way that I could actually start to make a difference in my relationships and a difference in, in the way in which I was able to give and receive love. Yeah. Wow. I, I could go like, thank you for sharing that. And I heard you speaking into the hearts of so many people right there. Like how we all deal with so many of those things, the fear of abandonment, starting relationships with a, from a fixing place or filling the void of I'm lonely or I'm broken. I love how you said like you complete me. And I'd love for you to really speak a little bit more about like giving that fearful side of you a voice. What did that voice have to say? Yeah, I think once, once I discovered that part of me, it was almost like putting a spotlight on like a criminal or something, right? <laughs> like, yes, yes. Like, I'm sure there's like a cartoon or something coming in my mind. Like there's a spotlight on this thing and it's running, trying to run out back into the shadows. Like it just did not want to be discovered. And what it started to say, like one was like, leave me alone. What are you doing? Stop this. This is dangerous. And what I had to kind of do was almost like compartmentalize that part of me, right? Like, all right, little Bobby, you know, like I hear you, I understand what's going on, but I got us. Things are going to be fine. You know, me, the man, the adult is calling the shots here. This is how things are going to go. And it actually created like a relationship with myself with that part of me. Yes. So I got to, I got to give it a voice and like how it started to come out, um, which is like in my marriage with my wonderful wife is, is I'm able to give that part of me a voice and like Mm -hmm. 
easiest way to explain that is, you know, Shauna, my wife will say something or um, something will happen or something will occur in our relationship and there'll be a part of me that'll interpret it in a totally bizarre, fear-based, terrified way, right? And what I've been able to do is give that the voice. Hey, Shauna, when you said this, I, me, I made it mean this. And you don't have to be responsible for that. And I'm not asking anything of you, but that's what was going on inside me when that occurred, right? And it's just like, like mind-blowing stuff started to happen because I, I was able to you know, give that part of me a voice in a very safe environment. It still comes out sideways and weird sometimes, but there's an opportunity to allow it to show up and to not get threatened and just be what it needs to be so that I can actually <laughs> be who I want to be and who I'm committed to be in my relationships and my business and my, uh, my family, all kinds of, you know, everywhere, the whole experience of life. Yeah. Yes. You know, I want to stay on this topic because our um, listeners know what it means to work with like inner, do inner child work and really, you know, meet those younger versions of ourselves, the, t- the pieces of us that we don't know are operating our adult versions of ourselves. Sure. And so you're really speaking into that. I really want to ask though, because I could go down a whole rabbit hole and I want to get into your relationship a little bit more, but what is it like to have the freedom to even communicate with your partner like that? Like to be able to say so. Yeah, it's it's given me access to full expression. Like there's no part of me that I need to be hiding or ashamed of or worried about, like whatever. There's a freedom. A freedom mm. that comes with it. And you know, this didn't just happen. Like my wife and I, we <laughs> intentionally created it and we work at it all the time. And you know, we still have our opportunities and we still have times when we don't do it as well as we could be, but we're practicing over and over again. As we grow and as our life expands, all that stuff gets triggered up again. So we got to learn and practice in a new way. But this I've never had this experience in relationship with anyone else. And it's very clear. This is the woman, like this is why this is the woman I'm married to. Right. Oh, I yeah. want to, yeah, that takes us right back is the work that you've been doing for yourself. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about like, what have you had to give up and grab onto? Like, cause she definitely didn't just show up out of the woodwork. You, you really created this for yourself. Yeah. I, I joke like she had been on paper for two years before she actually showed up uh-huh. in my, my life you know, in coaching and as coaches and the work I do with my clients, you know, we declare and then fulfill. Right. So one, I had to have like kind of the create the courage and the belief that I could actually have this relationship, you know, of my dreams, right? Not to be cliche, but it's truth. Like to have this amazing relationship that I'm worthy of, right? And I think the things I had to one like step into was vulnerability. That was probably the first thing, like actually be willing to share what's going on with me and not have to put up a front or be the strong stoic man or act like I got it all together, but actually allow myself and express my emotion in however it, it would come up. 
right? So actually stepping into that vulnerability, which is such an access to power. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting energy into masking or covering up or whatever it is. I'm actually allowing whatever's showing up and then dealing with the consequence of that, good or bad. You know, there's a consequence to emoting and there's the consequence to not emoting, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give us a little bit of insight to that because I know many of us think, you know, it's better to just quote unquote, stay strong or keep it together. And we know as coaches, so much of that is just simply the fear. You were mentioning fear of exposure almost and wanting to hide. Like when you really did start to expose and and discover that part of you, that, that inner voice was like, wait a minute, what are we doing here? And so we may think it's better to keep it all together. But what you're pointing to, and I really want to sink at home, is like the access to freedom that you really don't get until you you go there. Share a little bit about that. Yeah, it's so, like in hindsight, it just makes so much more sense. Like while I was going through it, you know, I was just doing the best I could. But where I would operate from was that if you saw all of me, right? So if you saw the the fear, if you saw the dark side of me, (laughs) essentially, you would leave me or you would be repelled by me or you would not want to be with me, right? So I had to put on this, this armor, this shell, this facade that I was a strong man that didn't need anything and, you know, very stoic and, you know, didn't want anything, you know, basically, right? And when I actually started getting real with myself that I, you know, I was scared. There are things that I want, you know, um, there's things in my childhood that are still painful and impact me today. Like when I was actually able to get real with myself and allow that stuff to express, it did, it did the thing I always wanted acting from fear to do. And that was actually to draw people to me, you know, So from fear and stoicism and I don't need you, they actually repelled people. But from, hey, I'm scared. Um, this is what's going on inside me. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I want. Actually started bringing people closer to me. And it, it created a level of intimacy with the woman I was dating at the time who became my wife that just created so much ease and freedom within a relationship that I didn't have to be anyone else but me. Yes. Yes. And from that space, because we've really gone through like what it looks like to start doing this work, but what has this work now created and made available for your life? Yeah, I think if if I had to sum it down to one thing, it's probably joy. Life does not happen to me anymore. Like I happen to my life, right? Every day I have a choice in how I want to be in my life how I want to be in my relationships. And, you know, some days I don't know what that is. And other days I'm very crystal laser focused on what that is. And I think it's given me access to joy, but also access to power in the terms of like, I can control my experience of my life. I can control the experience of my relationships by simply who I'm choosing to be in them. Mm -hmm. As ontological coaches that, you know, you and I are both trained in, we always talk about who we're being, you know, who, how we're presenting and how we're coming, you know, moving forward or coming forth in life. And 
I didn't think I ever had a choice in that. I was, I was always at the whim or at the effect of other people and other circumstances and things. And once I got responsible for who I wanted to be and create, like gave me the power and just create joy in my life. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Love it. And so from this space, cause my people, they always hear from me about ontological coaching about who you are is always more important than what you do. And so give us a little bit more about your flavor of ontological coaching and, and what that looks like and what the work is, what you're really, when someone works with you, what do they get? Yeah, I think they get an invitation to be who they are. And almost every client I work with, they think they know who they are um, and actually reintroduce them to themselves. You know, that's kind of one of the, that's one of the first things that happens and, you know, who, who they are fundamentally at just because just who they are, right? Just like, there's no other Abigail on the planet. And just by that, you simply have unique gifts and power and um, things to share essence, right? The essence of the human being. And then, you know, understanding life purpose and why are you on the planet, understanding the dark side of you as well. Like what are all the things and ways that you do to sabotage yourself? So actually introducing, I call it like my foundational phase, but introducing my clients to this foundational phase of who they are. And then from there, then start you know, essentially having them fall in love with that part of themselves, right? And, you know, I'm a relationship coach and people come to me all, all the time to work on a, a relationship they want or one that they have. And, you know, by the end, it doesn't matter, right? Because they've fallen in love with themselves. They have everything they already need and anything else is actually icing on the cake, you know, but so they're actually able I to go and create empowered relationships from a place of just desire and from like exploration and adventure. Yeah. Yes. I love that because I do agree with you. When people come, they have all sorts of like goals or aspirations to be creating. It's like, hold up, let's get back to being, let's get back to who you really are and then create from that. And so love that work. It's, it is so beautiful. And that's really part of hearts unleashed, right? Like living your heart unleashed and then life lines up behind what you discover and say so about your life. And, you know, I just want to, um, restate what you mentioned about life not happening to you anymore. You're the one who happens to life. And it's just so important that when we realize our authentic superpowers and who we are, and like you mentioned, unique gifts, that we really get to show up. So you're a relationship coach. Now, I would love for you to explain to the audience the concept of your relationship to relationship. Like, you were talking about the foundational work you have to create before we can start creating that ideal person or whatever. So dive in on that kind of topic for a second. Yeah, sure. So as a relationship coach, most people think that means, you know, romantic relationship right away, going right in. Well, that is certainly a, a huge component, if not 90% of my business. It's really understanding our relationship to everything and everyone. So First, it's, it's really understanding the relationship to yourself, how you hold yourself, get, you know, what's the essence of you as a human being, you know, what are your dark parts, um, you know, why are you here, those kinds of things. And then really, once we're firmly rooted in that understanding and remembering <laughs> those pieces of us, 
actually getting to, to start to develop the relationship to others, which includes love and relationship and marriage and, you know, sometimes divorce or ending of a relationship. And then looking at the relationship to our careers, right? The impact, what we want to be doing on the planet. And I, I find that we have our relationships in process or handled in those three areas of our life. So with ourselves, with others, and if in career, it really opens up the most impactful way to experience life for us. So we actually get to experience whatever we want to be experiencing, joy, freedom, you know, levity, whatever it is, like in, in those areas. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. So is relationship the only thing like you coach around or do you do business with people, business coaching, or is it really specifically in the realm of relationship now? Well, it's relationship to everything and everything includes everything, right? So, you know, if you want the 10 steps to grow your business in, you know, 90 days, like I'm not your guy, but like if you want to know who you would need to be to double, triple your business in 90 days, like I'm your guy. So it's more so the, uh, the noticing and exploration and, you know, I feel that my philosophy and the way that I coach is open to anyone who's open to being vulnerable and open to unleashing their heart and exposing their heart in a way. Because um, that, that's where all the power and truth lies for what you actually want in your life. Yeah. So speaking of unleashing people's hearts, what does it look like for Bob Collins' heart to be unleashed? What are you creating? What's What's the down the horizon? Yeah, I think um, it's like I was I was just like looking back. I think I was reflecting back, kind of getting prepared for this conversation, just how much my life has transformed in the last three years. And it's almost like it's I'm a a a completely different person. Like I'm I'm not the man I used to be. It's so weird to even think about that, but I like reflect back on that person and he's almost like a stranger to me or like I'll laugh. I have so much compassion for that dude because all he wanted to do was be loved and be successful. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was just a wounded little animal, a poor thing, you know? So I, <laughs> I look back at him, but like, so the things I'm up to now, I think in every, every area, it's really, you know, I'm at the phase now where, you know, where do I want to provide the most impact? I really think, you know, it is in the realm of romantic relationship. Um, you know, my biggest breakthrough and the, the greatest joy of my life is the marriage I have uh, with my wife, Shauna, and other people can have that as well. You know, and it's, I, it's, it's essentially my mission to be able to show people what I did so they can get what I have essentially. And it's not so much like if you do these things, you'll get it. But you know, if you, if you take on your self-development work and take on, you know, your own individual work challenges, areas that you need to focus on, it's going to give you the opportunity or the possibility to have this amazing relationship. So in line with that, I was definitely called, I was like, I think I have a book in me. There is definitely a book in me that needs to be written. 
So um, it's it's going to be uh, released later this year. And right now, the working title is um, "So All of Your Relationships Have Sucked." Uh, <laughs> and it's a it's a guide to creating strong relationships with courage and heart. So oh, okay. yeah, it's really cool. It's actually going to walk the reader through essentially like doing these things. It's a whole journey of self exploration and, de- and declaration. Yeah. So that'll be out later this year, um, likely followed by a book tour, some speaking engagements. And then my wife uh, just completed her coach training program in January of this year. And we launched a couples coaching practice to support couples in coming back together or coming together in terms of meeting each other. So Mm. it's called We Meet Again Coaching. And it's been such a cool experience to, you know, not only have a, a wife, but also have a wife who's a business partner. And it's just been like this next level of growth and exploration and learning what this new level of intimacy looks like in our relationship, you know, cause it's, it's changed things, you know, <laughs> she's got a way she wants to run the business. I got a way I want to run the business. And it requires us to communicate in ways that we've never done before, you know, which is mm. cool. Yeah. And create boundaries. You know, I told her, I was like, hey, I don't want to be sleeping with my business partner. So we don't talk about business in bed. Yeah. 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 It's been been fun. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be doing it with anyone else. You know, it's such a... That's beautiful. Yeah, it's such a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you were sharing in the beginning of what you said, I got really present to just the journey as a whole. And the way that you said, I really, I kind of sympathize for that former Bob. I I laugh about it. I cry about it. Like, but there's so many people, let's just say about ourselves, we show up to the coaching conversation with like pretty much a vision and kind of a checklist about the things we want to achieve. And we're three years in. And I really feel like for the both of us, we've kind of, we've really knocked off some of that, most of that checklist. And you get to this recalibration period where like, I've never actually planned to be this far. Mm-hmm. So I've never looked farther beyond, right? Like there's this brand new territory that's truly unexplored because, and whatever level someone's at, they have those mountains that cover the mountains behind them. And so it's so beautiful to be in this conversation with you. Cause that's really what I'm present to is like the whole journey. Cause really, did you ever tell yourself you're going to be an author? Like, was that, you know, when did that dream start? Yeah, totally. Like looking back. So one of the things we do, I think it's the first weekend of the coach training program is to write yourself this letter from the future with all the things you will have wanted to accomplish. And um, I stumbled across it, I think when I was, you know, moving into the home that my wife and I purchased. Um, And literally everything on that letter had come to fruition. And I remember writing it like, oh man, if I could do even half of this, it would be amazing. And like, here I am. And it was just like a moment of like, like holy shit <laughs> you know essentially like look what you know granted with all uh, this <laughs> tons of support and love and accountability like look what I've been able to accomplish and you know it's just a lot of gratitude that um this stuff works 
you know, and I always say like if people, so, I mean, I'm going to get to the, the point, but like people knew what was actually on the other side of this work. Everyone would be doing this work. They would be in this conversation and they would be transforming their lives and the lives of those around them guaranteed. And people say no to the work or no to the structure so often because there's a fundamental belief that they actually can't create the life that they actually want. You know, mm. <laughs> I'm here, you're here. You know, I know a whole handful of other people in this work that they do, they go on and create these things. So, yeah. you know, like, so like this next level, like this next level piece, it's always like, I always know when I'm hitting it because something starts to bottom out in my life, you know, whether in my business or in my well-being or with my relationships, uh, my family, something starts to start to slide. And it's basically the next call forth to the next level. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I like to look at it now as just reinvention. Yeah. Know? As I grow and develop, like I basically grow out of my skin, right? So I need to kind of reinvent, shed the old me and step into this next level. Yeah. You know, and that guy, that next level guy is, is terrifying to me. Yes. Who I would need to be to be on a world stage, you know, to be doing my book tour, to becoming a father, to, <laughs> you know, whatever, all the big things I'm up to. Um, you know, that's why I have the support I have, the coaches, the therapists, um, you know, a team of people to support and love me through it all. Because by default, that that's terrifying. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. stay where I'm at, you know, yeah. maybe even shrink a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I want to speak to that because you mentioned it in two or three different ways about if I could even create half that list, like I'd really be satisfied. And, and here you are having created all of it. Mm-hmm. And I want to speak to the, I want to debunk the illusion of that made it moment because you made this list. You then arrived to this moment where you found your list and you're like, oh my God, I, I did all these things and you're still moving forward. There's still now new things to be discovered and done and created. So not only debunking that made it moment, but what you mentioned was beyond that is when it's time to level up again things start to bottom out. I love this because without the work, we just think our life is unraveling. It's going to shit. It's all, God doesn't want me to have this or move forward, you know, but it is the call forward. It's like what you think it is. It's the exact opposite. And I love um, explaining it as like being willing to trade the good for the great, because when we're creating stuff and it, we're finally in a new comfort zone. We've arrived at the next level. There then comes that plateau period. And it's again, time to level up. So um, you said shedding skin. I think it's great, but speak directly to our listeners when the shit's going crazy and we're really resisting the call forth. How do you coach people through that? Or yeah, what kind of insight do you have? Yeah, I think the the main thing, one is, it's just to partner with them and normalize the experience they're going through. Um, not to caretake them, but, uh, you know, folks up to a big enough game are going to run into things or run into roadblocks or get taken out, like whatever it is. And by nature, that's what's going to happen. If you're playing a big enough game in your life, in your relationships, in your business, you're exposing yourself. You're opening yourself up to 
whatever to come in and sabotage it all, you know, internally and externally. And like, the thing is, is two things. One is having a strong enough future vision that it's going to pull you through. So when you get scared or want to retract or get taken out, you have this big juicy future vision that you're looking forward into. That's going to be like, Oh yes, this is why I'm doing this. This is, this is what I said I wanted to. Right. And then inside of that vision is a commitment to it. Right. So how committed are you are, are you committed to giving up and failing? Are you committed to going 1% further and trying? The third part of that is declaration. Right. So redeclaring. So if you get taken out or everything goes to crap, you know, redeclaring what the thing it is that I want. So, you know, if it's a business, like, you know, I, I declare to triple my business this year. Um, that declaration is basically speaking. It's an act of creation. It's starting to speak uh, what you want into existence. And then you get to put actions and things in place actually start to have that come to fruition. Yes. Yeah. So you've declared a book, you've declared fatherhood. Anything else you'd like to declare live on air? <laughs> well, not live. But. Yeah, I, um, the other part too. So I'm, I'm on the red hot on the heels of a well-being breakthrough. I've lost like 40 pounds and I'm just rediscovering this whole other part of me essentially through this whole process. Um, a few people have mentioned that like, wow, Bob, the smarter you get, the bigger you are. Uh, it's so true. So I think this next phase, it's actually putting uh, my body to work for me and actually doing some type of competitive racing or something with my body, some performance tests. So years ago, I, I used to competitively race uh, track bicycles yep. uh, at the velodrome, which is like a, it's a banked oval track. I uh, usually see it during the Olympics and uh, there's yep. There's a track like that about an hour from my house. So I'm going to be getting back into competitive uh, track racing this spring, actually, in 20 days. It was the first yeah. day. Look out. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, so the declaration side of that is to place in the top 10 in at least one race. You know, start out <laughs> start out small. But, um, you know, declaring something that I know is, is possible and achievable. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So we're going to begin to wrap this up, but I'd love to know what, like if you could leave our listeners with one thing that they just really take into their lives today and take action on, what would you love to hand to them? It's ultimately like having, I want to say faith, but it's everything that you want and are seeking and craving and desiring is already inside of you. And we just, we forget that and get support to help you remember who you are so you can actually go and get and achieve the things that you want in life. Um, so I would, I would definitely say that, like get, get support and another self-help book is not going to do it. Mm. So, you know, another just need to go figure it out. is not going to do it, you know? Um, do something different so you get the different result in your life, the result that you actually say you want. Yeah. 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 It ain't going to feel good. It's not no. going to feel good 
to spend that money to hire a coach. It's not going to feel good to look at yourself in a distinguished way and shine a spotlight on that scared little part of you. None of it's going to feel good, but what will is everything you create and generate on the other side of it. That's going to mm-hmm. feel amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. To go back to what you said earlier too, was like, if everybody really knew what was on the other side or like accepted what was on the other side of this work, they'd all be doing the work. I couldn't agree more because it's worth every dollar invested. And, and there it, we're on a podcast and I'm going to tell you the next podcast, the next book, the next free inspirational YouTube video just ain't going to flip the switch on your life. It's like, it's truly that accountability. And it's goes back to the way I introduced you in the beginning of this call is without your accountability. And I'm like specifically Bob Conlin, like I would not be here in this way, truly. Because there were times where I was like, Bob, I love you and I hate you in one sentence right now because this is so uncomfortable. And he is, I told this story before, actually, they didn't know who you were, but they'll get to put a name to the face. But I I, I remember the time um, where I was crying about not being able to get clients. I was trying to figure out being a businesswoman. And I just said, like, I hate the way that I am. I hate this constant calling, like I'm never satisfied. I want to grow and yet it is so uncomfortable that I'm, I always feel like I'm putting myself in a weird pickle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you just, you came up to that conversation so lovingly about like, you know, this is who you are and you help me accept this version of myself that I have an entrepreneurial spirit that is going to soar and I might as well accept it because otherwise it will keep you awake at night. And I think that's kind of what you're speaking to as well is, you know, you guys can hide out behind a personal development book, or you can just get on a phone with a coach and they're going to kick your ass and hug you afterwards. And I think it's amazing to get to be these people in the world. So I would love to acknowledge you for being one of those people very specifically for me and just the way that I've gotten to watch you grow and impact on insane levels. You're amazing. You're about to write this book and be on even bigger stages. And it's just an honor to know you and watch you grow. Uh, thank you so much, Abby. It's, uh, I mean, I can say all of the same right back to you. Thank you for being who you've been for me and uh, in my life and in my early days and journey and like, always being the one to to cheer us on and to you know have us remember what we're doing and why we're in this and like being the champion of possibility you know even in the face of all the heartbreak and everything that you're going through like still being that person for so many yeah thank you thank you so I'm going to guess people are going to want to follow you. People are going to want to talk to you. I'm sure there's plenty of people who could use a relationship coach. So how can they follow you and find you? Sure. Yeah. You can uh, find me on Facebook at Conlin Coaching. Uh, You can also check out my website, uh, which also has a contact me link there. And that's uh, www.conlincoaching. It's C-O-N-L-I-N coaching.com. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Conlin Coach. I'm also on Instagram too. And that's uh, <laughs> that's relationship wisdom. That's W O S D U M B. 
Yeah, I tagged you today. I was like, wisdom. I see what you did there. <laughs> so you guys, um, I will be tagging Bob. I will create all the links in the show notes, but make sure you go follow him. If you know it is time to step your game up, if you know you're ready to create, recreate your relationship to yourself, others, possibility, everything. And if you get that what's available on the other side of this work is everything that you say you want, if that's what you want, you better go contact this man because you're going to be having the life you want after we're going to Bob Conlon. Thank you for being here. All right, Hart. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We are certainly turning dreamers into doers and you can be having the life you want by shifting from believing to achieving. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.